If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. Some of the criticisms fair so far? Sure. Well, I'm going to tell you from a guy that just played golf with him and talked to him about this two days ago, like he hears all that chirping. And for him, he feels like he's in the best shape of his life, coming off rehab, therapy. There, there's an adjustment period to get him back to that kind of physicality of the game. But I, I think this, this is a big year for him, and he understands that. That is Jay Williams from ESPN 690. Listen, 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. Keyshawn, Jay, and Max. And uh, you can listen to us 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. on ESPN at 690. Uh, Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz. Let's give you an update uh, on the Open Championship. We'll continue Edward Waters Day. We'll talk uh, Street League skateboarding coming up in just a couple moments as well as uh, they visit this weekend. And hold on, I got to get you the uh, the scores in case you're driving and you haven't seen what's going on in the world of uh, the uh, golf. I will get it for you in a moment. Just having a little trouble. Tiger was not doing well, but Cameron Young was doing very well, and uh, Cameron Young is your leader still. The afternoon wave, by the way, is a little bit tougher on the golf course than the uh, the morning wave. Uh, Rory McIlroy two shots back at six under par. Cameron Smith. Won the Players' Championship. There he is again, five under par. Uh, how about this? Barclay Brown, an amateur. Hope you put a buck or two on him, Casey. I didn't. I wish I did now. <laughs> He's just four under par. There's a bunch of folks at four under, including Scotty Scheffler. Uh, he is as well. So um, Tiger is way down the bottom, folks. It was a tough start for Tigger. And he's six over through 16. It actually could have been worse, it felt like. He was six over, I think, through seven or eight holes. So at least he's kind of reeled it in a little bit um, so far. Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz, as we get uh, ready to uh, continue to celebrate Edward Waters Day. We'll talk a little football as well. And uh, we also are going to talk some skateboarding here in just a moment. As uh, inside the arena this weekend, we've got some street league skateboarding they've been here in the past they're back here to kick it off uh this time around uh this year so we'll do that uh, in just a moment and uh, we'll get that going here in, in just a second uh, hey i asked you this question the other day i want you to answer this casey i want the view the listener to think about this is there anybody in your life that you can't text uh, yes. Anybody you can think of? Like yeah. Aunt Jill. Aunt Jill, yeah. So Aunt Jill for a while was rocking with a flip phone. That was uh, exciting as far as I know she still has it. So, yeah, I cannot text Aunt Jill, but my grandpa can text him. Grandma can text. The reply times vary. Uh, my grandma, who's no longer with us, was not the world's best texter. Uh, but that was uh, a few years ago. But, yeah, for the most part, just Aunt Jill. Uncle Walter, Aunt Jill's uh, husband, I cannot text him as well. Not even sure if he has a phone. Yeah, I was thinking of it because we uh, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Like, my mom doesn't text. She's got a cell phone, but she doesn't text. Right. My mom's uh, just about 70. Really? Like, Steph's mom's 81. She texts. 
Steph's dad doesn't even have a phone. He's yeah. 88. Sounds about right. Doesn't even have a phone, but hasn't had a phone ever. Hmm. Telephone. So you can't text Steph. It's a simple life. Yeah. So I just wonder, I was like, I'll be thinking what we were talking about. I was like, is anybody else like that? Like, how often does that, that happen? All right, let's talk some uh, street league skateboarding. And uh, we bring in Paul Rodriguez right now. Uh, P-Rod, as they call him, as we get ready for a big weekend here in Jacksonville. Paul, thanks for taking a few minutes, man. Sorry to keep you hanging for just a couple moments. But uh, is there anybody in your life that you can't text? That's how we like to kick off an interview, a little something different. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, this is Zion, right? Actually, this isn't Paul. Oh, they, told, they, they threw us for a loop, huh? They, uh, <laughs> well, hey, good to have you, Zion. Uh, you ready to go here in Jacksonville this week? Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a great time. What's uh what's the the layout look like? It's inside, right at the arena, which is different than last year when it was outside. What's that do to you guys as you uh, kick off this uh, this big event in Jacksonville coming up? Yeah, so uh, new setup with back to the arena style, and then uh, new course setup as far as the the layouts for this year. So it's going to be uh, super interesting and super fun to skate the new course vibes, and then. Yeah, it's just going to be all out, you know, good energy with the arena situation getting back into it. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Last year it was uh, at the end of it. The championships this year kind of kicks it off. I mean, does that change anything? I mean, is I mean, obviously, the end of the season, you feel like there's a little bit more on the line. But, I mean, getting off to a good start is kind of important too, right? Yeah, 100%. No, it's definitely going to be, I feel like, a fresh start. It's not going to be too much uh, pressure, but obviously, you know, want to skate good but yeah it's going to be a good opening start so can't wait what give us your background a little bit on how you got to this stage uh you're a young guy still i mean you're in your early 20s but i mean has this just been like an all your life kind of thing and and you knew this is what you were going to do or did it was there a turn somewhere in there it was like okay i'm going to go compete and i'm going to be part of uh the usa skateboarding team and i'm going to do all these great things that you've been doing yeah, I feel like because uh, I started, I got a skateboard at the age of four. So once I had got a board, and then once kind of starting to get more knowledge on the whole culture about it, I was just hooked ever since. And then just so uh, grateful that you know it was able to take me so far, and then you know be able to compete at the highest stages with the best people now. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's been a great journey, I would say. Zion, right with us. Uh, he was part of the USA skateboarding team. Also uh, going to be in town this week for the Street League skateboarding series in Jacksonville down at the arena, which is a cool layout. I've seen some pictures of it. A little bit different than last year, but uh, this has been a thing in Jacksonville. And uh, who knows when they come back? You never know that stuff. So make sure you get your tickets and check something out a little bit different this weekend in Jacksonville. Earlier in the show, Casey and I were talking uh, about like guys like LeBron James and their sons and bringing, you know, there's such a fine line between like is Bronny ready can he play in the NBA doesn't mean he's not good what about your sport what makes like what's the what's the fine line in your sport like if you're good enough to do what you're doing versus are there a lot of good skateboarders out there but they just can't maybe make the cut to be where you're at I feel like as far as nowadays right you know with the with like kind of everybody as far as all sports, you know, you got all these good people coming up, but it's just as far as the exposure, you know, if they're going to get into the spotlight and get into that right area. 
to be seen at the right time. Because I feel like nowadays, you know, you have a lot of good skateboarders coming up, but, you know, are they going to be able to get in that right position to be able to move forward and, you know, kind of branch out? What is the thing, Zion, right with us here, uh, Street League Skateboarding Series in Jacksonville this weekend here on ESPN 690. I appreciate you taking a few minutes. And what's what's the thing right now for your line of work? Is it, I mean, we always know the X Games and uh, the Olympics are a thing now, and you've got the Street League uh, Series. Like, what is, like, the top of the game, or is it the mixed bag that kind of allows you to stay fresh and enjoy a little bit of everything? Yeah, I would say for me, it's more so the mixed bag for sure because, you know, like I street skate obviously on the side and then film video parts and then, yeah, I'll like sprinkle my mix into the contest. But I feel like it's a fine line between uh, breaking it down and just being able to kind of mesh my way into both of them. Yeah, I got you. That man. Well, by the way, you got to have talent and and a little versatility, right? Because it's these things are all a little bit unique in their own way, I would assume. Some of the subtleties. 100%. 100%. Like, for instance, I went to the Olympics for park skating, but technically kind of people can, like, not say label me as a street skater, but, like, I was able to kind of mold that, like, all-terrain type into my, you know, uh, craft, so... Zion Wright with us here, Street League uh, Skateboarding Series in Jacksonville this coming weekend inside the arena. Make sure you check it out, get tickets, be a part of it, uh, see something a little bit different. All right, hey, Zion, let's leave you with this. Something, um, are, are you good at some other things outside of skateboarding? Like, are you a good athlete? Like, we're, we're, give us a, you can, you don't have to be humble here. Let us know. Like, what else would you be good at if you weren't doing this? Um, to be honest, I grew up surfing a bunch, so I surf quite a bit. Um, I've, I've been playing some golf quite a bit lately. Hi, baby. I'm trying to get into the golf. I, I've got the bug, so I've been swinging a bunch lately. But, yeah, and then, like, kind of I would say, like, other board sports as far as, like, water board sports, like wakeboarding, wake surfing and stuff, I, like, tend to dabble into a little bit. But it's just mainly those, skating, surfing, a little bit of golf, and then all those board sports. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, good luck this weekend. We appreciate taking a few moments. And, and by the way, you're from Jupiter. So, I mean, if you get into the, the game of golf a little bit, you got plenty of – just go knock on Tiger Woods' door. Ask him for some tips. Of course. Go play with Charlie. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, man. Appreciate the time. And uh, sorry for the mix-up. We didn't know you were coming on, but we are glad to have you. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, brother. Peace All right. Out. Uh, that is uh, Zion Wright. Apologies for that. It's kind of why I was a little hesitating here. I was told uh, Paul Rodriguez would be joining us. Maybe we just had a flip and a little uh, no communication there. But that was fun to catch up with uh, uh, Zion Wright as well with the uh, Street League uh, in town once again. It's been a thing now the last couple of years. It's been pretty cool. So hopefully they have a good weekend. We'll be out there covering an action sports shacks primetime uh, as well. CBS 47 and Fox 30. Brent Martineau. Uh, Casey Kurtz. And Casey, my bad there. I know you had said Zion, but then I got like a text that said Paul, and you're like, I couldn't make it out for sure, so I wasn't sure, so I was like, I'm going with the text. Uh, so you didn't trust the producer? Well, I didn't trust the producer because you were like, I think he said Zion. Yep. Right. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to call him the wrong name maybe regardless. Yeah. So I'm going to go with maybe it was a really bad connection because I will say, Paul Rodriguez doesn't sound like Zion Wright. Yeah. But I also was told, like, P-Rod. So I was like, well, did he give him a, like, a... No, a, I would have known, but... You know what I remember, mean? Remember, I know a little bit about 
skateboarding. I, I, listen, I can't assume these things. Plus, that was my bad. I did forget to tell you that they were, call, they were calling. Uh, yeah, you forgot to tell me. Right? And then, apparently, Amanda's watching the stream because when you introduced it incorrectly, I mouthed something that I shouldn't have about you. <laughs> Amanda caught it. I'm going to go back and say it. I kind of saw you mouth that. Like, yeah. But I just had known I was, this is, in my world right now, I'm like taking a shot in the dark. I'm like, I know. I'm like, which way should I go? And I, and I didn't want to stop you way. because I didn't know what to do. I know, but I he was, was cool about it. He was cool about it. We like Zion now. We liked him before. It's fine. It's live radio. It's fine. It's cool. It's okay. okay. I just want to give everybody like that's the background. That's what happened. Yeah, I was very... Because, we were all a little confused. But really, it started with, I, I, you know, a couple of times this week, uh, they, I was like, I got to tell Casey. And then it just like slipped my mind. Yeah. And the, the backstory is there's a secret phone number here that you don't know and we don't put out there. Yeah. So if you call that number, either one, it's a heck of a misdial, <laughs> yeah. which has happened. <laughs> Good or two, they're supposed to be on the show. So I, we thought it was one of our other guests that's coming on from Edward Waters University. That's, that's kind of what my mind was. I was like, wait, he's not supposed to be calling in until 4.30. So then I'm like, skateboarding. I was... <laughs> Wait, what? And we, it never, by the way, it never happens unless we're coming back from the break, right? I'm trying to finish the commercials. I'm trying to play the sound. I'm trying to ask you what's happening. It's crazy. Oh, it's like, man, I love that. I love those moments. So this is what's great about radio. When this stuff happens in TV, I can't tell everybody all the stuff that just went through my mind. Yeah. In radio, I can. Yeah. Also, the phone never got put back. It's just like laying here on the counter because I just like dropped it because I was like, I don't know what to do. Zion was really cool, though, so we appreciate him um, coming on. I hope he wins. I hope he wins, too. (laughs) A little more about Zion since I couldn't get you like the the best introduction of all time. He's only a 23-year-old guy. uh, And you know what I love about like when they list skateboarders? What you got? When you say they have a thing called position, right? You know what that means? Is it like street or... No. Okay, no. It says regular footed. Oh, like how you stand? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I didn't put that together. Because I guess you could be what, like left side, left dominant, right dominant? Yeah. I mean, it depends. What's the I mean, regulars, right? Is that right? You could literally face a different side of the board. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I should have asked him about that. That would have been fascinating. Well, you know. Can we get him back? <laughs> Getting them on one time was hard enough. Was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Also, thanks. no caller ID. That would have, like, sometimes yeah, you have caller ID, sometimes they true. don't. Like, mine, when I call here, it comes up as Casey Kurtz. But, like, I get wireless caller for a lot of them. But, listen, so. Zion's a big deal. Like, if you know skateboarding, like, you know he's a big deal. I mean, he's a, uh, here's one other note I'll give you about him. Um... Uh, he was part of the 16-member uh, USA Skateboard National Team, which I think I brought up uh, during the interview. Yeah, he and he qualified for the 2020 uh, Tokyo Olympic Games. So, And that's what he had mentioned, like, in the men's park division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting a little deep on there, and I wasn't going to go into too much detail. But. It's different things that you can perform tricks on. Yeah. Yeah, is what that is. For basically, like, different layouts? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of these things, like, I think I know, but I'm a little, like, I'm not sure I know that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, let's not pretend to be a skateboarding guru. I mean, we made it through. I did say a little little known fact about Brent Martineau is that a guy, I went through a phase of skateboarding, like not full go, but like we skateboarded quite a bit in the neighborhood. Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Were you but shredding? Nah. Nah. Nah, like not really. Like never, like if you were, like I was... I was trying those simple things, whatever that would even be, but I never got to the point where I was like, skateboarding down rails 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah. had a rail in the neighborhood. You did that? We had a rail. I didn't say did I was you do good it? at it. I could try. I you know what? A skateboard could be dangerous. That's a big fall. It was. Tell you what. But, uh, can you ollie? Yes. That's yes. what I think. We're, that's it. Yes. 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 I can do that. Or I could do that. Not anymore. Come on. Thanks for really going back. And uh, that's not, I knew a new thing, but for me, that's like uh, that one back to the past. Yeah. That really hit it. I could tell. Back that. in Rumford, Rhode Island. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, that's right. That's what we did. Rumford? Rumford. You're from Rumford? Rumford, Bro, Rhode Island. Not again on the stream. I know. What's up with the stream people? I have to kick them off. It's not just Delphonic. Delphonic, Maybe you can it is Delphonic. Unless this is you, bro. What a disaster of a last. I'm going to give you something about. See, Rumford is a like small town in uh, East Providence. Okay. I so, love the name. You guys can R- heard a whole lot. F-O, but do you know what Rumford is known for? You don't want me to say what I'm thinking. And some people may have heard of this. I wouldn't. Like, if you said this to me and I wasn't from there, like, I wouldn't really. I'd be like, oh. What you got? But if you go into your pantry, potentially, or your mom's or your grandmom's or whatever, and they have Rumford baking powder, ah, that's uh, where it's uh, born. Interesting. I, so, yeah. I had no idea. Very, very little uh, uh, town there in uh, East Providence. So It's got a good name. Yeah, it's kind of cool. We like being from Rumford, Rhode Island. I'm glad. Where everybody knows everybody. And uh, we did a little Ollie skateboarding. There you go. Skateboarding with an Ollie. He said Ollie was O-L-L-I-E. I wondered if that's the way it would be spelled. I'm going to look that up. I thought you were a spelling bee second placer. I know, but like... Uh, yeah, I think it is. It is. You expected it to be wrong? Also, appreciate the help on the chat there, guys. Old class. We got it out of you. Hey, oh, we yeah, about just, we got it out of you. <laughs> I appreciate it because then I'd have to refresh it. And it's just... A, that's a, yeah. That's true. So, that, sure right. uh, that was a hell of a segment. It really was. <laughs> really? I want to go back to, is there anybody else that doesn't text? How do I have two people in my life that I can't text them? It's wild. I was trying like, to think about it, but, like, even the best texter of all time, by the way, was Amanda's grandma. She recently passed away. May she rest in peace. But she was a world-class texter. That's awesome. It, it was some exhilarating stuff. I wonder if my mom will someday text. No. But I think she's like, I, listen, I always said, like, my mom was like, Mom, we live, like, we're in the Flintstones. Like, I told you, we didn't have cable growing up. Like, I think she takes pride in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can't, you're not going to just, you can't start now. Like, you've made it 70 years. Texting's been a thing for at least 20. I don't know when texting became a thing. But. That's a good call. You know what I mean? If you're going to make it this long, don't try. Like, just be one of the, like, the last people to never send a text. Think about that. If your mom lives to, like, I don't know, 105, she might be the last person alive that did not send a text ever. That's a good point. Yo. Like, I actually wonder, like, my my father-in-law, he's got to be, there's got to be more people that don't have phones. But seriously, my father-in-law could have had a phone when he was, like, 75. Yeah. Well, my grandpa, my grandpa passed away at 88, which is the age we're talking about, right? Yeah. And I can't remember if he had a phone because it was like a while ago now, like I was in high school. Yeah. But I never remember him being on a phone. But like, I think I don't like if I was my father-in-law's age, like I wouldn't get a phone either. Why the hell do I need one? I wouldn't do it. Why bother? Yeah. Not even a jitterbug. <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We feel like we know who's calling in next. Unconfirmed. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Just roll with us, baby. ESPN 690. Just trying to make it. Here we go.
Hey, welcome back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. It is EWU Day here on the show. And Brent Martin O'Casey Kurtz along on a Thursday. Hope you're doing well. And uh, we are ready for our next guests from Edward Waters University, and that is Athletic Director Dr. Paul Bryant. He joins us right now here on the show, and we appreciate the time. Uh, Dr. Bryant, uh, big day over there once again as you guys have entered into another phase of transition into the Division II level. Yes, thank you for having me on, uh, having us on today. And it is a, a great day for us. The NCAA called us today and, and uh, informed us that we are – we're moving on in the uh, in the process, and so now we're uh, in year two, which is a huge step for us, where we now can compete for a conference championships, and and so that's exciting time for us today. Yeah, that that is pretty cool. I was, was going to ask you, and you kind of just told us, uh, but competing for championships. Uh, uh, throughout the conference, I think 16 sports. So there's some significance of this, but can you give us a little more insight on that process? There's so many people, uh, I say people, but I should say uh, colleges and teams that are switching affiliations these days, whether it's from conferences to uh, people transitioning into division one or transitioning into division two. Has the process changed over the years? This looks like a three-year process for you guys. And maybe you can lay it out for us. Like what happens year one versus year two? versus year three and is that normal okay yes so let me tell you year one uh typically people uh going from nai to division two usually they just jump right in and 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 take year one and not be able to compete for championships we were able to do so in the naia because we held dual memberships where we could compete last year in the naia championships because we were still naia now, in year two, we're fully into the process. Now we can compete for our conference, the Division Two championships, and, and which, is, which is huge for us because you always want to play for something. Mm-hmm. And not having the student-athletes play for anything, that would have been tough for us to recruit. And now we can recruit and say that we're competing for the SIAC championships. And then year three, again, it's um, – you're, you're, you're still in the NCAA, you can still compete, but we are shooting for them to call us after year three and say, beginning September 1 of that year, you will be a full member uh, NCAA Division II institution. Okay, that's cool. That makes sense. Appreciate you sharing that and, and clarifying some things. So it's just not an everyday thing. I think some people get lost in all of it, uh, but it's great news for Edward Waters University, and there's so many good things happening. Uh, I'm going to continue to say it throughout the show. I can free, I can feel you guys over there at EWU, okay? I can really feel it like I can. I can see it. I think I, 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 I feel like I get what you're doing. I'm going to say this a bit tongue-in-cheek, but I almost feel like you hit the lottery over there, and all of a sudden I see EWU all over the place. Like, where's all this money coming from? And and this vision, but you're part of that vision. It's going to be really exciting to be in a leadership position when all this is going on. It is. And, you know, again, it starts with our, our leader. And, you know, our leader, Dr. A. Zachary Faison, he's a visionary himself. And, you know, and he looks at what are the possibilities. And we, we here at Edward Waters, we wanted to uh, eliminate the, the stereotype of and the, the, uh, that we used to be this way. We're a different, we're a different uh, entity now. We are now, we went from college to university. We went from NAIA to NCAA. And so now people see that there has been a big change and they want to be a part. And being a part 
that means a lot of times they want to give dollars. And, and we're consistently doing well by the dollars. We're able to show exactly what we're doing. And so uh, there has been uh, some infrastructure that we needed, and that's what we're doing. We're changing the infrastructure. And, and I just put it in perspective, for 46 years, we did not have a new academic program. And now, after 46 years, we have new academic programs from our master's degrees. We have two master's degrees that we offer, and then there are others that are coming online. So it is it is like we hit the lottery because we're doing things and doing it the right way, and you can see it uh, by everything that has been done. Well, and I think, like, I... In part, like I say that, I feel that, and and different than maybe the first 10 years or 12 years even when I was in town, I really feel it over the last few years what you guys are doing, and I, and I appreciate it. I like it. I think it's really cool. One, because I, I feel like there's a bit of a void. Like, I feel like you're in a sweet yeah. spot, a good spot. Also, secondarily, I think there's a lot of challenges for colleges and universities and athletic programs these days, yet I feel like you guys are kind of... Um, the alternative to that right now. you got so much positive momentum instead of in some places there's some negative things going on. Where do you see yourself in the landscape of Jacksonville? Let's just say from a sportscape, okay? Uh, that's what we do, okay. and I'm not yeah. smart enough to know the rest of it. So <laughs> you've got UNF and JU and the Division One institutions. Yeah. Down in St. Augustine, you've got Flagler, and now you guys join that in the Division Two ranks, and you have yeah. places like FSCJ, and, and there's a place for everybody. Uh, but how do you fit in that landscape, given maybe the needs and wants of this area, which, by the way, is one of the fastest-growing areas in the country? It is. And you know what? We have our own little niche. We are the only historical black college or university that is a uh, Division II institution. And then in the city of Jacksonville, we're the only college football program here. So we feel that that is our niche. We're, we're going to continually to talk about it. And so... That's where we fit in. And like you said, there's a, there's a spot for everybody. But I think that's our niche. And not only do we educate, uh, uh, a, uh, not only are we a historical black college, but we educate everyone. And so now we have something unique. We, got, we have these masters, and I keep going to these masters programs that some people don't have that we have a niche for. And so I think that's the niche that we've carved. And, uh, and I think we've, we've done well in and doing what we're doing. Dr. Paul Bryant with us here, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. It's Edward Waters University Day here on ESPN 690. I don't want to get too far ahead, but get, maybe give me a little bit longer view if you don't mind. Uh -huh. um, yeah. You've got this three-year period of transition from an athletic point of view. You talk about the different um, academic programs now that you guys have added yeah. into. There's all this momentum. Like five years from now, like what else is there on the horizon? Uh, what's the big dream, the big picture? Where, where do we see EWU in five years, ten years? Can you speak to that at all? Yes, in five years, uh, I think we, according to the president's vision, we definitely want to be over 3,000 students. Um, we want to be able to offer uh, more athletic programs. Uh, there's, you know, we're adding a wellness center here. We're adding sports. And so I think in five years, we will be in the NCAA Division II fully and not only just participate, but we want to be able to win. We want to bring championships to Jacksonville as a historical black college and NCAA Division II institution. That is our goal in five years. In 10 years, I think we will be the model institution of what others should look like and what others should be doing 
to be successful, not only in Jacksonville, but across the we talk a lot on our program, like if we talk anything about downtown, it's about what's going on, like maybe a new Jack Stadium down the road, right, or shipyards or a lot of things. But there's a lot going on downtown. How much does the enhancement of downtown, what this place might look like in five years, ten years, uh, does that, like, help you? Does that factor in, given your location? Like, does that play a role, or am I reaching here a little bit? No, you're not reaching because when it comes to recruiting, we take them downtown. We show them what is coming, what is happening. And we want, and we use that as a recruiting tool for us. We actually use the whole city. You know, of course, we're going to use the beaches uh, as, a, as a recruiting tool. But that is something that helps us. So all of the, the, the enhancements downtown, that is a plus. Because, and then not only do we recruit student athletes, but we, we recruit personnel. When they see all the things that are happening in Jacksonville, they want to be a part of Edward Waters University and be a part of the city of Jacksonville. I think I've asked you this last time uh, you were on, uh, but I've got to ask you about Alaska Pacific again in case we've got some new people. I, I, I just think that's wild that you went to school in Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, yeah it was, you know what, but that was some of the best experience. I'd say it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. I uh, played basketball there at Alaska Pacific University. It's, yeah, it's a far far cry from Dayton, Ohio, but uh, <laughs> uh, but it was it was a great experience, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. What was it like? I mean, was it just absolutely freezing? Was there, like, no daylight oh, yeah. sometimes? Did you see a lot of, like, wildlife? <laughs> I, mean, what, I mean, give us something just like, like, what do you tell people about your experience other than, yeah, it was, it's it's Alaska, and uh, yeah. it was great, but, but you're not going to believe this story. No, like, seriously, we, um, we would come out of our dorm room and walk to, we walk a path to class. Every single day, you're either gonna see a moose or you're gonna see bear, and that's no joke. I remember coming out of my apartment one day and I was heading to the, uh, to the corner store and there were bear at the stream getting salmon. And I mean, it was literally probably 25 feet from me. And it, it's the wildest thing, but it's the most beautiful thing. Now, I, I will say one more story. My roommate and I were heading to class and, and we're that one path, and on the right side of us, we heard a noise, and it was a grunt. Well, it was the moose, but on the left side of us, it was the uh, baby, and and we were about to cut through a mother and a baby. Wow! And I tell you, we ran. Got <laughs> <laughs> your workout in. The one, yeah, we did. That's the one thing you don't want to do is cross paths with them. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you one last thing, uh, and then we'll let you go. Appreciate the visit. Dr. Paul Bryant, uh, Athletic Director at Edward Waters University. Um, and by the way, you can come on for the show for 10 consecutive years. I'll still ask you probably about Alaska Pacific. Um, but but you've actually been in a lot of different spots and in different yes. parts of the country. You said you're from Dayton. and uh, Is this like – I know that's nature of your business and in the industry sometimes – but yes. is there a, is this like a, a new home, a long-term home? Do, do you have a plan that, hey, this is a spot where where we can do a lot of things. It's going to take some time to do some of those things, and, and I'm going to be here for the long haul? Or is that an unrealistic yes. point of view with someone within your position? No, that's a very realistic. Uh, because uh, when, I, when I came to campus, I initially said, no, I was not going to come. But then I, I saw the opportunity, and I kept hearing, President Faison's vision for athletics and for the institution. I said, this is where I can make a big impact. And I think this is, I, I, to be honest, I'm looking for a house as we speak. So this is a spot that I want to, 
stay in. I want to grow. And you will see, I, I want to see the fruits of our labor, you know, getting through the NCAA process and then becoming champions, uh, NCAA, and bringing championships to the city. Now, when I talk about bringing championships, I'm saying, yes, we want to win them, but we want to host them as well. And so I'm looking at this as a long-term uh, piece, and uh, I'm looking for Jacksonville to be my home. Well, I love what you guys are doing, Dr. Paul Bryant. Uh, enjoy the rest of the summer, but I know you're uh, already ramped up for the fall and the school year ahead. Thanks for taking some time out here on ESPN 690. Look forward to visiting again. All right. Thank you so much. Certainly appreciate you guys. You bet, uh, Dr. Paul Bryant, Athletic Director, Edward Waters University, and the only person I know that's ever gone to school at Alaska Pacific. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wasn't here the last time, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Crazy. That's, that's wild. That's a great story, though. Yeah. Running up on the moose? The <laughs> moose? <laughs> like, I don't know about that. I mean, but he said, listen to what he said. Uh, that kind of cool. Like, I've been to Wyoming and Montana, and we're just out in Colorado, and there's something about, like, out there. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm moving out there, but I'd love, like, I really would like to go to Alaska. Well, you called Colorado boring, so we know we're not moving out there. Yeah, I, I would, uh, but Alaska would be great to go to. Like, is it on your list? Yeah, well, sort of. Actually, my dad went to Alaska one time, and, like, he's, like, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, he still talks about it like he went last week. Yeah. I was like, Dad, but I, I got to move on. The scene he just described was really cool. Can you imagine, like, leaving your dorm room, really. like, every day and seeing... Yeah a moose or a grizzly or whatever. I mean, it just, yeah. it puts you in a different, like, headspace, I think. It's almost like it, being in Florida where the moose are at a minimum, to say it at the best. Uh, it'd be such a crazy thing to see something like that. Like, you almost don't even, like me, I know there are moose, right? But at the same time, I'm like, are there moose? I've never seen a moose. Yeah, it's like it's almost like, like the way he said it and and the way he experienced it, it would actually be like for us, Every time you, like, Alligator. walk out your house seeing a gator or, like, a python <laughs> or a cottonmouth or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, alligator's a good one, I think. Like the, man, we see plenty of alligators. Yeah, we do. Right out there sometimes. But not, like, every time we walk out our door. Hey, I used to live on a, a small or biggish lake. There was a gator outside my house every night because we had a dog that went out oh. late at night, so that gator was looking for a snack. <laughs> we said, not jazz, bro. You ain't getting jazz. <laughs> But, okay. yeah, it's. I think that's a good, like, I think if you were telling this story to somebody in Alaska, we'd be like, yeah, and just ride out in our backyard, a gator. They'd be like, what? That's how I feel about the moose. By so the way, the moose are probably dangerous, The too. moose and bear are just as probably dangerous and deadly. Oh, no doubt. But I'd still rather see them every day than a gator and a snake. Yeah, listen, I don't mess with snakes, so I don't play that. I think what would be worse to get, like, attacked by, a gator or a moose? I think... I, I honestly think moose, because I don't know what they're capable of. Gator, I know how it's going to end. Like, game, set, match. If I get bit in the wrong spot, like the right spot, I know it's over quick. Moose, I don't know what they're capable of. Like, is he trampling me? Is he hitting me with his thing? Orm? <laughs> you know, I don't need that. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I don't know. Like, how bad, how do you want to die is always an interesting question. I'm just saying, if you had to pick a fight with a moose or a gator, what are you picking? Like, I don't, I, I think and I would moose actually, are huge, I think. I think I would. I think I would still pick the gator because aren't there some tricks you can do like with yeah, the running zigzag? I've heard that. Yeah, like that stuff. Like you jump on its back or something. Like, yeah, like I've I'm seen, gonna make I've that. seen crocodile hunters. You know, like there are, are there moose hunters without like a, a gun? Probably not. All right. So then, so you like yeah, human can take on the gator. I think. I've never seen the human take on a moose. See, I'm telling you, I think the moose is the sneaky option here. That's what I'm telling you. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm dead either way.
Yes. Not handy enough. That is actually not talented different. enough to no. handle either one. Or a bear. Don't even get me started with a bear. Those things like when we went to Wyoming, yeah. we, we there's like this statue in one of the um, right there in the Jackson Hole uh, statue. It's like this bear that it was supposed to be like either the first or only like this. I don't know the story where he uh, the, a human being killed the bear with his hands. Really? Yeah. That's cat for sure. I don't care and what so they the say. Bear it's is cat. there, like in this place. I forget. So like, all these antlers. I have to ask Steph, like, what the name of the place is. Like the big bar right there in Jackson Hole. Hmm. And I don't believe it. One second. Yeah, I don't know if I believe it either. The last thing I'm going to try to do is like, cool anyway, like I just shared the story. So yeah, no, it's a good story, but like you know, fictional, likely, probably. I'm not fighting a bear with my bare hands. I'm not fighting a bear borderline with a like a weapon. But those things can run now. That's what I'm saying. You got the bear. It can get up on the trees. It can knock the tree down. It can get up on its hind legs and just straight up box with you like a bear is the least problem you want That's give true. me gator then moose then bear and then above or below depending on how you're looking at it the last problem i want is snake i hate snakes terrified or only because i'm scared like they will sense the fear in that, me that's, and kill me that snake can fit a lot in their body I'm not sure it can fit Casey Kurtz in their body. Right. But, <laughs> true. But they, they don't even need to. You know what I mean? Just one little bite from the, the poisonous ones on Game 7. Yeah, true. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Stay safe out there with all the wildlife. You got to. When did you get married, Casey? March 6th. March 6th. What so the heck was that? This would have been... How do you not prepare somebody for something like that? Uh, yeah, good idea. Well, you did well. I did well, but there was, Amanda, if you're still listening, there was no prep, no nothing. There wasn't. There was a whole different plan. But I didn't even have the mic near me. Here's where I'm going with this. Like, I've been telling you about iCryo for months, right? Oh, Place yeah. we use? Yes. Well, they've got group party specials now. So we should, we could have done this. Got unique bachelor or bachelorette party idea. Fun way to spend a couple's night. Or just a night out relaxing with a group of friends. They offer that now at iCryo. I'm actually going to check it out. You can uh, give them a buzz, 904-513-8877. 904-513-8877. Uh, you can save uh, $150 on this package that they offer, which includes IV infusion, lifestyle services, free body sculpting consultation, complimentary drinks, snacks. Uh, pretty good. So it's a unique idea. And, you know, it's a great idea. Because we've been hanging out at, at iCryo for months, mm -hmm. and that's kind of what happens. It's like a it's it's like a place to hang out. You kind of feel like you're in the cul-de-sac. You're chilling out. Yeah. You're getting these lifestyle services with compression. They got TV. Have a drink. Yeah. It's pretty good. Freeze yourself. So this would actually be a cool place to have like a little get-together. I mean, I'm not talking like a 50-person party. Oh, that'd be nuts. <laughs> How many people can we fit in the cryo chamber? Uh, in the cryo chamber. You can do a couple at a time. That would be wild. You know yeah. what? You know what would be cool? Now, this might kill you, right? But I don't know. I'm not. I don't run iCryo. Uh, you I, get, I, well, I can, I can let you know for sure they won't try to do that. Well, you get like five dudes in there or, you know, I don't, five girls, yeah. whatever. Uh, and you see who can last the longest. Like, what happens if you go longer? Than, will I eventually freeze to death? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's a max time. Because listen, that. I, a good question. I did those three minutes, right, live? Yeah. I could have at least gone five. 
oh yeah, you can do longer. Yeah. I don't know what's good for your body. Like it's all right. science, right? It's like what's good for your body. Like, but I'm saying in that scenario in that competition, I'm winning, even if it kills me. Well, as I cry out down in uh, St. John's County, and it won't even come close to doing that. Casey. No, you will survive, 100%. Um, in case he did it. I, sur- and, I did it uh, on the radio. You can do it, You too. did it live on the radio, which was really cool. We've done some live on the radio stuff lately, including a, a shot from Nick Kabrowczyk from 113 yards or so. The people on Instagram in loved it. <laughs> did they? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Also, Nick is a uh, high-key IGer. That's oh, is I he? posted the video. He hit, he hit up the count. He's like, that a baby. Yeah. Good work. I Good work call back you. anytime. Yeah. All right. Uh, I cryo in uh, the Durban Pavilion down St. John's County. Uh, check them out. As, especially as you get out of the summer months and into a routine, kids getting back to school, kind of everything kind of slows back down into normalcy uh, for most people as we head into August. Check out I cryo and, and check out that party package because that seems like a really good uh, idea as well. Brent Martineau uh, along with uh, Casey Kurtz. You know, I got tweeted in Bleacher Report. Yeah. Like, is that a thing? Like, is that cool? I felt pretty cool. I feel like it, it, well, I don't feel like, I know it's never happened to me, so that's one. But, yeah, I feel like that's a good thing as long as they weren't making, like, as long as it wasn't freezing, cold takes exposed. Nah, I mean, I might have been in there before. I know some people have tried to out me in that before. Then they're doing a good job. But um, this one was just Tiger. I mean, it was a terrible lag putt to within 12 feet. And I said, for a guy who's supposed to have experience, he doesn't look like a guy who's played the course very often. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's and, a good one. And apparently they liked it. Yeah, they did. And, you know, there's people now all over the world saying, who is this schmuck? <laughs> Who's this schmuck? Who is he to criticize Tiger Woods? Well, if, you're if they like, click hey. on Twitter right now, there sh- it's a schmuck that eats toast, extra toasty. Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. You're also a, a schmuck that shot 99 exactly at that super long course. That's true. Yeah. There you go. Still suspect. So don't take my golf tips. But, yeah, congratulations on the tweet. Don't take my Tips. Extra Say toasty. that fast. Extra toasty. Lives by it. There you go. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 69. Take my eye cryo tips, too. Go down there. It's a good one. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 